Alright, and welcome back to What Will You Leave Behind? This is episode 122. I'm Marty. I'm Jonathan. And this is the podcast that's all about getting you back into nature. And Jonathan, oh man, it's the first day of first spring. First day of spring. Ah! It's great. I have been waiting for this, well, since the last day of fall. Yeah, well, I mean, we also had winter in there. Uh, yeah. So you've been, you really struggle between those, what, six I months? I hate winter. I mean, don't get, don't get me wrong. I still love nature, and I'm out in it. Right. But you got to bring so much extra gear. Yeah. you got to be so careful to not, like, literally lose a limb, you it, know? Yeah. And Toes it, and fingers. And most people in a lot of those movies that you see, when it's wintertime, they're usually climbing mountains. People Ugh. are usually dying in those films. Right. We yeah. don't want that to happen. And, why, and who cares about a mountain? Yeah. Right. Just look, at, look sure. at a picture from a mountain. A mountain isn't going to come up to you and eat out of your hand. Right. A mountain isn't going to, like, grow over the, the course of a few weeks as you're camping out. Fuck a mountain. Yeah. So I'm really glad spring is back. I'm just I'm just glad that we're back in studio. Yeah. Yeah. For uh, listeners who have stuck with us through this season, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah you can probably tell our sound quality is a lot better than normal because we're not trying to Skype over terrible satellite phone connections. <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. I don't know where you were. I stopped wondering after the first two episodes of the wintertime, but... I know you were on a journey, yep, and I appreciate it. I'm still a little bit bummed that we haven't had the time to put together our outdoor studio. You know what? It's that equipment thing again. Yeah. Like, we got to bring all that noise-canceling shit. Like, there's there's having a good nature show, and there's having a good-sounding nature show, and, like, we're yeah. we're going to err on the, sec- like, the second I, I just side. wish we were able to get that funding for the, the solar generator so yeah. we could have the electricity power, but, you know, I just don't want to keep putting out for those fossil fuels. I don't want to mm. put us in a situation mm. where carbon monoxide which is the silent killer yeah could take us out so yeah just keep up i think we kept our gofundme page and our think our kickstarter for it it's still up there i believe uh well the kickstarter is long over oh, okay yeah so we that, failed that. that closed unsuccessfully okay. Okay. yeah uh came close we got about 40 percent of the way there so yeah. that was good yeah and most kickstarters they either go all the way or they go slightly less than halfway and we were the second group i like that i appreciate yeah. that so we did fine okay yeah, so, uh, how was your trip? How was your winter It was trip? great. Uh, as you all know, I fly south for the winter, too. And that's just because sometimes it's disheartening. You know, I'm an avid bird watcher. Yes, uh, the, the most avid yeah. I know. Uh, it, it gets disheartening sometimes to be in Baltimore in the wintertime. As you know, mm-hmm. the winters get pretty rough up here. Yeah. Uh, temperatures fluctuate, and then I see these birds that are still here. Right. And it, it makes me sad because it's like, Go go on that vacation. Yeah, they don't even get, know. They don't even get know they that could, season. They could be having a better life. Yeah, right. So then. yeah, so went to Mexico. Was staying in Cancun. Oddly enough, Cancun is a much different place than it is during the summertime. Yeah, why? Why is that odd? Well, I I just always felt like when you're when you're sort of in like this island mm-hmm. area where it's always partying and partying and partying. Uh, that's literally only the summertime. Right. Yeah. Like maybe spring break. I mean, like Cancun is is warm, but it's not equatorial. Right. Like, yeah. And so the bars were pretty much empty. The beaches were pretty much empty, mm-hmm. but which made great for me to be able to to listen to right. hear all of the the creatures I wanted to see. Yeah, and those those feathered friends of mine. They you, you saw so many. I did. It I was, it was uh, great. I had to re up my data plan six times with all of the pictures you were sending me. Which and, and don't get me wrong, I loved them, but that was kind of breaking my bank a little. Bit. Well, I told you that we should get a family plan. I know that you're not ready for that kind of commitment. No, uh, and and you know what? You're right. I think that was. I don't know if that was an intentional way of punishing me. But uh, I'm sold. I think we I should s- do it. I, I just kept telling you, like, maybe even try to download that Google Drive app. 
put all the pictures in there. Oh, God. But why do you want to put all of our nature photos in the cloud? Not well, I just stuff. like, you know, you know me, like where birds should be, trees and the clouds. And so that's, how about you? How was your, uh... my, my trip was good. Um, you know, I, I packed right this year. So okay. yeah, so there was, there were none of those like nights shivering over the husk of a fire. Right. I mean, from a, a felled tree that I had to take down with like my friggin' ice axe. Yeah. Like a, that. A, a sleeping bag can change the world. Uh, yeah. In that kind of situation. Yeah. So, uh, did it right this year. Good. Yeah. Sleeping bag, uh, brought the, uh, the thermal lamps mm-hmm. this time, the kerosene powered, yep. which, uh, was fantastic. Good. Spent a lot of time in the dark. As you know, up in up in the Arctic. Sorry, I was I was up in uh, the northern regions of Alaska. Yes. And unfortunately, I did I failed to complete my my sort of mission. And uh, it's two years in a row now. Yeah, you know, it's I'm starting to think like maybe I'm I'm aiming too high. You know, they say like shoot for the stars and you'll yeah. hit the moon, but in this case, uh, I was I was just very cold, and I I did not end up seeing an Arctic fox, but which which did, was my whole. Did you goal. get to see anything else? I, mean, uh, I saw a lot of snow. I mean, like even a palin might have been something that. Yeah, no, I uh, I heard a lot of wolves. Okay. Uh, which led to uh, I can tell you quite a few sleepless nights. <laughs> yeah, I took my sleeping bag and uh, my trench digger, and I I went ahead and burrowed in Good. on uh, on some nights, uh, which made me feel a lot safer. Good. But I I think definitely hampered my ability to oh, yeah. to engage with the safer wildlife. So you know, I would say ten out of ten for okay. coming home with all my fingers and toes. There you go. Didn't starve. I did lose about thirty pounds, but that's not too you surprising. You did look a little bit felt. Look, you look good. Thanks, thanks. Uh, yeah, I'm waiting, waiting for my cheeks to fill back in. You know, yeah. I, I need to get some calories in there. Otherwise, you know, I, I would say I didn't meet my goal, okay. but I it was all about the journey. Yeah, and that's the important part. Yeah. Um, but I, that that kind of goes into us discussing our our hopes for the winter, right? You want to talk about your hope and if you were successful or not? I was successful. In, Congratulations. In yeah, I, I was successful in my hope was that I was going to be able to bring down two turtle doves mm-hmm. uh, to Cancun, mm-hmm. get them to mate, uh, and then to for them to be able to start a home and bring yep. a different species to Cancun. Right. Uh, and I was successful. Wow. Uh, those turtle doves uh, made it a lot. I have never seen so many eggs being laid, mm. but it could also be maybe like Cancun's an aphrodisiac, which is wonderful to think. Yeah, it could be. Um, and I was super happy that uh, they're still there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Sherry and Terry living up the life. Uh, I set up one of those cameras mm-hmm. uh, that can stream live. I don't remember the IP address, so mm-hmm. it's there. I think I just have to go back go and get all that it. information so I can put it up online. Have to check your browser history, maybe. Um, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, so so you're doing slightly more than just dabbling in animal husbandry these days. Yeah, I I said let's see if we can start spreading species that are not indigenous to a country, and I thought like this might be a good way. There's part of me that that thinks this is um, what am I thinking of uh, a bad idea? Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm worried about how non-indigenous species can often like take over mm-hmm. population. Uh, you know what? Actually, this this makes me think about our guest today. Oh. And uh, and the season. Oh, I see the connection. Okay, yeah. I see the connection. Because uh, because it is springtime, you've got a, a lot of uh, folks coming in who uh, might be new to camping, mm-hmm. might be new to uh, being out in nature, uh, and they don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Hey, if that's you, sorry, but not sorry. Yeah. 
you need to get it together because you're going to go out in those woods. You're going to leave trash behind. That's going to get eaten by a, a turtle that's going to keel over dead. It's going to rot and then a, 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 a fox is going to eat it. Maybe a coyote. It's going to get sick and, and that's going to spread to the, the rest of the pack. And, and before you know it, you've got dead wildlife everywhere you've yeah. got like deer population running rampant you've got forest fires right. uh, and that's encroaching on you and your nice little suburban house right. all because you didn't focus on the key things about how to camp yeah yeah and uh, you know what i i think the uh introducing indigenous species thing might actually fall under that well we'll see yeah we'll I, see we'll I, see I what i guess keep has them to say. contained and uh great well i think we should go ahead and uh, get to our guest. Yeah, let's get to it. So let's bring him in after this. All right. Tired of waiting for that bread to stale just so you can find a bench and hope for some feathered company? Board of the regulars at your homestead feeders. Take your extreme need to feed to the max. The Winchester 12-gauge sparrow will have you blasting the seeds of friendship up to 500 yards. Load up with your favorite bird feed and watch as all the hungry masses converge. The Winchester 12-gauge sparrow. It's feeding time. All right, and welcome back to What Will You Leave Behind? Yep. Uh, we're joined in the studio today by Willie Johnstone. Yep, uh, yep, it's good to be here. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah, you for, for coming. coming. Thank you. glad you're here. Uh, if you don't no mind, uh, would you uh, introduce yourself for our listeners? Well, uh, my name is Willie John Stone, and I happen to be a high-level park ranger. That'd be a bushmaster. Um, Very nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, work out a Lock Raven. Take care of the trails. Good. Very nice. Okay, so the, the Lock Raven Reservoir in Maryland. Maryland. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, well, well, congratulations on uh, the start of a new season. It's yeah. the first day of spring. Beautiful time. Beautiful time. Yeah, I, we're, we're very excited. I, I just want to pop in. Like, is there different types of levels when it comes to park ranger? You said bush. Well, now of course uh, there are several different levels. If you uh, if you want to go ahead and go into that for yourselves, okay, it's not a bad career choice. However, getting to bushmaster mm-hmm. happened to be one of the most difficult things I've ever done. Oh wow. Uh, okay. Would you mind telling us a little about uh, it? Well, I spent four years in my basement cool. observing nature across my uh, laptop okay. on one of those oh. online classes. Never really got out there to see nature itself, but I really felt it through the screen. Right. I really did. Yeah, really that's did. some intense study. Yeah. 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 Is it, yeah. Was this a, a different, like a job change, or was this something that just, as soon as you got out of high school, like this is where you were going? Uh, no, no. It took me a long time to decide to go down this uh, career path. Uh, before that, I was a janitor of a Taco Bell. Mm. Um, uh, and then uh, for a little bit there, I was... Uh, you know, just doing some patrolling on the highways and keeping them clean. You oh, know, wow. I wanted to be there with nature, so, so eventually. Yeah. Like a state trooper? Or just... Well, not quite a state trooper. Uh, as a matter of fact, I believe the state troopers didn't appreciate me too much. But, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's rough. But, but they, you know, they came. They, they put me on the right career path. Uh, yeah. So at that point, I decided to stay down in my grandmother's basement and put my nose to the books and yeah. go ahead and learn about nature. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, and it sounds like you've you've really found your calling. Yeah, yeah. It was like the great eagle. I heard it. I heard it calling in my soul. Mm. So, yeah. Man, I, I, I can appreciate that. You know, mm. mine, mine was a blue jay. Like that's what oh. I knew. I wanted to be an avid bird watcher. You never let down the blue jay. The blue jay's a, a mighty bird. He looks small, but I've seen him chase off bush squirrels. 
Yeah. Yeah. Squirrels are vicious. Yeah. yeah. Blue Jays too. Yeah. Wow. Just, yeah. to sniff at. Yeah. You guys, you guys don't understand, man. They come right at you. Yeah. Real quick. Oof. Real quick. Oof. Yeah. Uh, I can only imagine. Mm. Well, uh, actually, uh, that that actually brings me to the the first question, mm-hmm. which is being the first day of spring. We've got a lot of amateurs out there camping, maybe for the first time, yeah. uh, not knowing what they're doing. What are some animals that that people should watch for, or, or ideally, maybe you even have a, a story? Uh, well, I do, I do. You know, first of all, let's just go ahead and say yes. It is a lovely time of year, it spring. Is beautiful. Uh, a lot of the younger birds and animals start mm-hmm. to come out, and their parents haven't quite told them how the world works just yet you know haven't learned how to fly with their own wings or you know how to pick themselves up when they fall a lot of regurgitation in the animal world which you know they don't tell you about that part at all you know you see those nature tv shows they show you all the pretty stuff but they don't show you that bird puking up that pound of worms that he just took from his mom you know what i mean that's a great point so so if you go out there you're going to see some things. You're going to see a lot of things. Now, the the best dressed ones or the best uh, presentable birds that are out there or let's say the, you know, just in on spring, you want to keep an eye on these, you know, the species. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, they are, uh, let's just say they uh, weigh about 110 pounds. Oh, boy. It's a big bird. I know that sounds, that sounds ridiculous. It does right? sound a little sounds bit a intense, little far I know fetched, they, accept, they right? exist. <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, now they usually do themselves up well. They mm-hmm. they look wonderful and all that, but then they uh, go down the road of um, over intoxicating themselves on wild berries, mm. which oh, yeah. which God, wild berries. You know you're supposed to stay away from them. Got to. If it doesn't look like you should eat it, don't eat it. Yeah, okay? don't. don't. That's, that's Just an don't important thing to don't remember. Eat. Yeah. That is yep. a very important thing. Yeah, if you didn't bring it with you into the woods, you probably should not eat it. You you probably shouldn't. I would go in unless you were. An avid bushmaster right. like Willie. Oh, yeah. certainly. Yeah, I mean, with training, you can you can do almost anything. But, yes. But without that training, uh, you're taking your life into your hands and probably the lives of your friends. And I I, I believe that especially with spring break coming around, uh, some places oh, are going. Oh, like, yes, that's where course, you're going to start course, seeing a lot of the people going for berries. Start, you know, watching certain television shows. They they take ideas like Family Guy. When you start licking the toads, like these are things that have you seen, uh, have you seen sort of spring break for like a week time, weeks time, uh, bring out yeah. the, yeah. yes. Now there happens to be out on the trails, a, a wild fungus that grows okay. mm. and it is called wild fungus. Let's just call okay. it. I don't okay. want to give you too much information. Yeah. Have you all out right. there looking for it yourselves. Yeah. You don't Googling want to do that. that. No. Don't, don't do that. Don't do it. Just, just stay, stay away, away from, from it. it. Yeah. Stay away from it. It's all bad. It's all bad. You see a fungus growing, stay away from it. Even in the name says fungus, leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Now, there was a time where I was walking down the trail and I heard music playing. It sounded lovely at first until mm-hmm. I walked up into a camp and it became a nightmare. Oh no. Okay. Now, Normally, you you walk up into a camp and everybody's playing music and maybe there's some s'mores to be had, yeah. or some good camp songs you mm-hmm. should know or anything like that, or right. even a trail you didn't even want to go down. But this time when I walked in there, mayhem. Mm-hmm. They were all sitting around staring up into the sky. Was it the sun out, or was it during the day? Or? Well, this was this was about midday, so okay. you know, you know, the leaves were doing their back and forth, yeah. hither and there. You know what I mean? And um, one of the girls stood up and invited me to join the circle of silence, which I did not understand at all. Mm. 
10 to 15 minutes later, we all pretended that we were bears and began to scratch ourselves on trees left and right. Now, normally you say that this is a normal thing, but everybody was naked and not anybody was attractive, except for old Willie right here, Bushmash. Thank you. I know, and that's a memory that's going to stick with me no matter how long I guard those... uh, those woods. I tell you, once you see something, you can't you can't take that you back. You can't unsee it. it. You can't unsee it. You can't unsee what's it. it. What's it like pretending to be a bear? First of all, you've got to know how a bear acts. All right. right. Now, most people assume because they've seen nature shows, they know how bears get down. But I learned from the greatest bear ever, Fonzie, how yeah. to really, really be a bear. So, I got down on fours. Okay. Started to roll around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Started to do my waka walkers. Okay. Then I uh, walked over and, of course, sniffed another bear. Uh, not too proud where I went with that, That's but uh, we won't go into detail. No, we don't need to. It's no, no, no. It. Then uh, at the one point, we uh, decided to break into a bear dance. Okay. That one we won't talk about either. It's an emotional dance. There were a lot of tears. Thank you. Wow. That's Yeah, it's a very impactful story. Thank you for sharing that. No, I think no, I would no, be no, more no. of a, like a Winnie the Pooh. Like oh my God! Like we had a Winnie the Pooh. Did you? It was almost like you were there, man. Did you? F- the energy we had from the gathering of the bears. Mm. We even had one guy that was a gummy. Wow. Oh, yes. Yes. I don't know. If, you know. You guys might not remember those. Oh yeah. But there was. There's a gummy out there. They were bouncing here and there and everywhere. Mm-hmm. 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 And that sweet berry juice, man. Yeah. <sighs> right. Some high adventure. Again, stay away from mushrooms and berries and yep. you can avoid Absolutely. this story. Yeah, there you go. Springtime. If it grows from the ground, just leave it. Put it down. Put it if it grows from the ground, put it, put it down. down. Thank you. Thanks. No, it's not. It's not. Yep, that was 101. That was Oh, okay. that's 101. That's... <laughs> okay, so we're 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 on our way to Bushmaster status. I mean, uh, I mean with more stick, years. Stick around for 4 years. Yeah. yeah. Now see, old John Stone doesn't give out too many awards that quickly. And I would be offended if you decided to start calling yourself Bushmaster. Oh, thank, well, you. Thank, you. Yes. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right. You know, okay. it's not a term mm-hmm. to be used lightly. I paid five hundred dollars for that course, man. Yeah. Wow. Well, money well spent. Thank I have you. to say, thank it was you. an investment you. in your future. Good future. Oh, Willie's happy. Uh, now, so we we were talking about food. Uh, I want to talk a bit about food safety. When you bring food on the trail. There are there are bears out there, raccoons, snakes, animals. They they like food. They want that mm-hmm. food. Uh, what are some of the, the mistakes you've seen with folks bringing food into the woods? Okay, well, one of the biggest mistakes I have seen out there is not exactly keeping order to your food. You know mm. what I mean? You don't, you know, a lot of the discarded stuff, a lot of the mixing and mingling of the meats and vegetables or whatever you brought for your party, hot dogs and chips, mustard mm. and Burgers, I don't know what you do out there, but a lot of people. I Willie Willie likes to bring raw cut wild animal that he has hunted down for himself. Mm-hmm. Now that's it's more healthy and it's away from all those steroids and stuff like that. But let's go back to the original thing here. <clears throat> now, once all of this mixing and stuff happens, the animals smell it a little bit different and they draw towards you quicker. Oh. You know, what I mean? because it's like, a different smell. Exactly. Like if you have hot dogs and you have barbecue potato chips next to the hot dogs, mm. the raccoons may come faster. They oh, love barbecue amazing. and hot dogs together. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, because that's not something they would ever encounter in nature. Right. No, that's, no, that's not really. Not really. Wow. But then here's here's a special part about that. 
Now, normally when these raccoons show up, you think that, you know, you want to be on guard. No, you get yourself a bottle of tequila, line up shots for them. Okay. Mm. Now you think that sounds a little nuts, right? Like, why would you get raccoons drunk out in the woods? But Willie took the course on how to take care of the situation. All right. Drunk. Raccoons happen to be more entertaining than any reality TV show you would ever find. Okay? Oh my! Okay, yeah. and Willie knows. Willie knows. Is it going to make them more docile? Or is that the docile right? is not a word I would use. If you've <laughs> ever seen a busload of, let's use the PC word, okay. of my Spanish brothers, okay, going to their fiesta. Mm-hmm. Does it look like it is a tame situation, or does it look like you are going to bailar until your feet fall off? Mm-hmm. That means dance. I'm sorry. That, no, Español is my second that. course. Thank you. Dropping lots of knowledge on yeah. this. So, yeah, that's, uh, I, I, I never pictured it, but I guess if you give the right amount of alcohol to a wild animal, you could, in essence, get, like, mariachi animals? Is that the... Well, well see, now you, you, you're going too far. Now. Oh, you don't sorry. want to give it to too many different animals. Only a raccoon. You give it to a bear, it's a whole other situation. Mm, okay. They get real huggy anyway. Mm. The raccoons, however, let me tell you something. It's, like, almost... Like Alvin and the Chipmunks, but they're all baritone, real deep, oh. real low, yeah. real whole. You know, some mm. good stuff there. Some good stuff oh, there. That sounds lovely. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, and mm-hmm. you know, you would never think. No one going in the in the woods would think to do that because we haven't been trained. We don't know. Yeah. Does mm-hmm. Does anyone like come in trying to start uh, singing? Just like like trying to get the animals to be singing, trying to start stuff up, and you know. After that movie, Frozen, mm-hmm. Willie had a lot of problems with the young ones coming to the forest. Oh, yeah. Now, it's springtime, and it is back to that season again where they want to come out, mm-hmm. and they all want to be that pretty, pretty little Disney princess. Mm-hmm. But they don't realize that these animals are not the Disney animals that this... Oh. They are not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Snow White ruined that for a lot of people because she starts singing, they start cleaning up, Mary Poppins, the birds come in to help clean up, and it's like... Cinderella, Cinderella. Yeah. Mm. Night and day. Mm. Yeah. All those birds stripping down everything nearby to, to build those dresses and other clothes. It's it's really inappropriate what Walt Disney did in the sense of building up what, what powers princesses have. It was it was irresponsible. Yeah, I mean to teach people that that songs have power, but not to teach them how to use that power in a, a reasonable way. Oh boy, yeah. great power, um, great responsibility. You know, that's, that's all right. I'm saying. That's all Willie knows. <clears throat> so uh, I, I think one of my my big fears uh, when it comes to the springtime, um, sort of the the males getting sort of huffy and puffy, the females coming in. Um, there are a lot of there are a lot of hormones in there. A lot the of air. hormones in yeah. there. Like what what is one of the the bigger things you've had to like break up when it comes to to your work? Well, uh recently we had a group of outside red squirrels move into a territory mm. of where the brown squirrels seem to be having a lovely, lovely time. Mm. Now Willie was at the basically I'm gonna call it the uh nut gathering. Okay. Uh now I wasn't yeah. Willie was in the bushes. Willie was being a full-on ranger bushmaster level. Okay. okay. Now, I observed that these, um, I believe I said they were red squirrels. Red squirrels. Red squirrels. Red squirrels. Yes, thank you. I believe the red squirrels were eating, taking too many of the nuts. They were just ah. going too far, and everybody else 
pretty much. I looked at the squirrels. I looked. They looked at me. They they eyed me. They eyed yeah. me. You know, you know when you're in the bushes and you and you can tell that the animals are focused in right. on you. You know what I mean. So I I I could feel what they were. You got to get these red squirrels out of here. You got to do it. Mm. It it's 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 over. So Willie, being Willie, knew that he could just jump out there, stomp on the ground, and the squirrels would go. Right? No. No, no, not this time. No, no. Not this time. It was almost like they had the rabies. Ooh. I know. It's a dangerous word. We don't we try not to use it in the range of world. It just means we're gonna lose one of our furry friends or he's gonna take one of us out. And squirrels are the worst. Mm-hmm. Powerful little bastards. Excuse my language. Okay. Hey, no problem. This is real talk here. Yeah. We gotta gotta tell people that th- this kind of stuff exists. This is kind of powerful. People need to recognize that when you have things, uh, when you have animals that are are don't look healthy, don't go and poke the proverbial bear. Foaming at the mouth, beady little red eyes, yeah. like like devil children almost. Yeah. But anyway, back to the story. Yeah. So I go over and I approach these with a bigger stick. I start mm. just just making noise, making myself bigger. Making myself, making them see Willie as Willie, the Bushmaster Ranger Power of mm. the Trails. Okay. They came at me, all three of them, wow. quickly, without me really noticing it. Oh. Just like red lightning. Yeah. Like a flash. Whoosh, on me. On me. Now, this is where my fourth year training came in the best. Yeah. Okay. Now, normally what you want to do is you want to fight them pull them off of you, and throw them a short distance away right. mm-hmm. or into a tree if they have the rabies. Right. Okay? Right. You want you, you don't want to hurt them too much, but right. you want them to know they can't do this anymore. That's right. All you, right? You want them to not want to try that again. Don't, yeah. Yes, crazy little red squirrel. Don't come over here messing with the gray squirrels because they're having a lovely time. Right. So, that didn't work either. So, I had oh. to go into an alligator death roll with oh. three of these guys all over me. Mm-hmm. Finally, I got them far enough to just push them out of the area. And they finally looked at me and realized that the war was over. And oh. they walked away. Oof. I went back to the nut gathering. We had a small song. I had some acorns. It was lovely. Oh. Well, that's a nice ending to the story. Yeah. That's, that's Wow. That's an intense situation out there on the trail. And this is why you shouldn't get involved unless you have the years of training that Willie has as a Bushmaster. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank look, you. Look Thank you for knowing the Bushmaster. It's a really important thing. It's a really important thing. Willie, I mean, it's it sounds like your your training may be the only thing that kept you alive that day. That and the will of the lion. Mm. Yeah, that's a great point. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's second year. Yeah. Oh, second year is? Yeah. Will of the lion. Will oh, of the lion. Well, I would have yeah. thought that would be more of like like a trait, a value, rather than a skill you can learn. Well, That's what everybody thinks. Yeah, so they go take the course. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's okay. It's okay. So we have a few uh, questions from our, our audience. Um, Great. Yeah. That we want to bring out there. Uh, so we have one question first. Which person do you attempt to eat first when you are lost in the woods for more than a week with a group of people? Who do you go for first? Okay. Now you're really getting into some advanced stuff here. Now... Normally, Willie would say to take out the weakest one. And this is the one that can't keep up, wants to complain about all the the weather, the bugs, the work that has to be done, the Mm. fact that they can't get cell phone service. You know, all of the personal things to 
can't get the makeup off, you know what I mean, while you're wearing makeup out on the trail anyway. Right. You know, it's a, that's a dangerous situation in itself. You know, the pretty one always dies first. Anyway, so if I was out there and I had a group, and let's just say the group was of uh, four people, I would go ahead and draw straws, hit somebody over the head, and then proceed to eat them. Okay, very pragmatic. Yeah, that's that's great. No, um, I just want this to be, you know, a continuous democracy thing. If we're going to eat somebody, we're going to we're going to vote on it. We're going to we're going to make sure everybody's really fair, uh, right. and I want to make sure the person's lean. So we want to give them a chance to run a little bit. You know what I mean? Just oh, yeah. you know interesting. What I mean? You wanna, yeah, you want to get you want to get those assets burning through that that human meat. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. Um. So uh, another question we have is about you know that that good old fashioned. Uh, skinny dipping. This one uh, person who has a fear of rocks and fish. Uh, she and her girlfriends like to go out and get into a river. They don't want to go into a lake. They don't want to get into that a, moving water. Yeah, they want to get that moving water. They want to be able to get sort of like in the rapids, but not in a in a crazy place. But the major fear that they have are rocks and fish. How do you find a good stream river that has that movement? But also doesn't have the fish and rock situation. Well, that that happens to be a very tough question. Um, now, it's... Willie could come up with several solutions, but you know, avoiding rocks and fish out in the great mother nature is it's, it's kind of hard. Yeah. But I know, I know, going back to my training, that there is absolutely a way to do this. So, what you're going to do is you're going to go ahead and find your stream. Uh, you're going to find a muddy, muddy bank. Yeah. Uh, one of those muddy banks might have snake holes. Now, usually I try to tell people avoid those, but you can use those <laughs> for finger holds, okay? Now, you can go ahead and, like, lock your toes inside those holes. Now, you want to wiggle your finger around first in the hole to make sure there's no snakes, okay? You got to, you got to, you got to, that's right. Don't use a stick. Put your finger in there, Okay. Don't worry about it. Any snake in there is probably not going to bite you the first time you put your finger in, okay? So that's going to give you plenty of time to get down that slippery, muddy bank. Now, at this point, once you have gotten down into the water and have been avoided the snake bites, if at all any snakes right. existed there, this is the part where you start to splash and flail around for at least, at least five to ten minutes. This will scare mm. any other fish that are going to be in that situation uh, away right. from there. Yes. Because fish don't want to be around those right. crazy flailing humans. No, no. It's 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 a known fact that uh, actually splashing in uh, the ocean mm-hmm. and also uh, small ponds does not attract any large predators. Oh, wow. Wow. that's good. Yeah. yeah. Good to know. It has been sealed tested. Very good uh, to know. Thank so you. we, we have you. one last question. A gentleman is trying to propose to his girlfriend. But he wants to fight a bear first to show her yeah. that he is manly enough for this to be successful. His fear is being mauled to death by a bear. What is the appropriate way of attacking and defeating a bear? Okay. I have had this question a lot of times when I take my tours on the, on the trails. Okay. Uh, first of all, Willie has wrestled a bear before. I'm not going to tell you whether or not I won. But that bear oh. respects me. Oh, now, <clears throat> I think that's in the end. Yes. Like, now, that's what you want. Now, this man that wants to do the proposing, I, I find him to be seriously manly, and I would love to shake his hand because not only does he want to propose to his wife, he wants to fight a bear to yeah. prove his love to her. Mm. Now, that is chivalry at its best. Yeah. 
Okay, okay, mm-hmm. you can't get any better than that. Now, the way to approach bear like this is going to go ahead and you're going to find one that's a little bit smaller than you. That's just logic. That okay, okay. Pound for pound, yeah. Pound for pound. You want you want to eye this guy up. You want to measure him up first. You want to go ahead and get your your uh, measuring tape out. Okay. Mm. My grandmother had one of those really cool ones that she could just roll out and it kind of was really flexible. That's one you want to. I don't know what they're called. Uh, I wish I had the training in that. But I didn't know how to sew or any of that stuff, so right. that's why I went out to the woods. Use the tools that you have with you. Thank you, thank you. Uh, you can actually pull a vine down, stretch it out the length of your arm, oh. and if you can wrap it around the belly of the bear, mm. you can go ahead and wrestle that bear. Okay, so okay. yeah, it pays to be precise. Yes, yes. Remember, if you cannot wrap the vine around the bear, do not wrestle the bear. There you go. Yep, that's Bushmaster Willie giving you... Uh, the full rundown on bear wrestling. Now, I don't condone it because the bears are really nice. They're really nice. They yeah. like to eat honey and chase bees, okay? you got to remember that. All right, right. They're not out there just looking no. to wrestle on no, the old No, no. This isn't Jersey, okay? This is the woods. Okay. All right. Well, Willie, thank you so yeah, much for, you for so those much. answers to our listener questions. Yeah. Uh, we just have one final question mm-hmm. that we ask all of our guests, mm-hmm. and that is, what will you leave behind? Oh, Willie's left so much stuff behind in the woods mm. that I'm sure that I've made a, a huge impression on the world. But what I want to leave most of all is the footsteps to the future mm. for the young children out there that they can come out to the woods, wrestle their bears, play with their food, and have wild squirrel uh, nut festivals. Okay. Wild squirrel nut festivals. Yes, Love yes. It. Willie loves those. The acorns from squirrels are just... Beautiful, beautiful, mm. well aged, mm-hmm. oaky, yeah, roast mm, wonderfully. Mm, okay, that's uh, what I leave what behind. A, what a lovely yeah, image, thanks, Willie. Thank you. thank you so much for being on the show, Willie Johnstone. Everybody, thank you, thank you, everybody. You have a good one. Check him out over at the Lock Raven Trails. That's right, you may see him, or or maybe not, but he'll see you. He'll see you. Definitely. Willie's always in the bushes. All right, well, thanks again, Willie Johnstone. We'll be right back after this. I'm here to talk to you today about invasive species. As a bird enthusiast, I thought it would be a good idea to bring some unindigenous animal life into a region where they're not accustomed to. I was told a story about the cane toad. It was brought in from Hawaii. It is indigenous to sort of South America. Australia brought in about 108 of these beautiful species. They were there to eat the cane beetle, that was eating up the sugar cane. What, what I found out, though, is that the cane toad destroyed not only the land, but also species that are indigenous to the land. It is important that when you go to different places, that you leave your furry, scaly, feathery friends at home and just bring you. This message is paid for by the U.S. National Parks Association and Vacation Cancun. All right, and welcome back. Welcome. Jonathan, oh man, what an amazing interview. Yeah, Willie definitely is someone that if you can find in the bushes, find him. Yeah, because whether you know it or not, you you need him. You need like, him. Like the world yeah. needs him. Lock Raven needs him. I'm I'm blown away. Yeah, it's been it was great. I'm glad that he he stopped by. I hope we can get him on some other time. It was great. Oh, yeah, I would love to have him back. Jeez, every every season at least. Uh well, speaking of seasons, yeah. Let's talk about our hopes for spring. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go first? Sure. sure yeah. uh, you know, after after two failed winters, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to take it easy. Okay. So my, my hopes for this spring are uh, really just to go out in the woods, uh, have a nice time, and 
make sure my family can't find me. Great. Um, I think you're going to be successful in all of those. My two hopes that I have is sort of combined. The first part is I want to be able to get back to Cancun for mm -hmm. a hot second and remove the birds. Oh, uh, okay. So that's where you landed on that. Yeah. All right. I, I think there were some poor choices made. But I do know that uh, with that as an apology, I want to take uh, some not indigenous fruits and vegetables there to grow as a way to say thank you. Uh, okay. Yeah. Maybe clear that first. You know, it's your life. You do your thing. I'll okay. be in the woods. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get those birds though. That's going to be good. That's great. Yeah. That's really good. Well, thanks again, everybody for listening to what will you leave behind? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, remember the future is only as bright as the trail you leave behind. Don't take anything, fuckers. <laughs> This episode of What Will You Leave Behind was brought to you by Winchester 12-Gauge Sparrow, the U.S. National Parks Association, and Vacation Cancun. We'd like to thank our producers, Here Be Lobsters and Amy. Music was provided by Skies in Chaos. Check out their albums on iTunes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. start working towards being a pushmaster but is there any way that you could sort of give me a position that i could say yeah oh will i go ahead and give you the snail trail super beginner ranger badge don't tell